Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal my soul. Says this morning, Jesus. Lord, I was glad when they said, Let us go into the house of the Lord. David said, I am glad to come into your presence again this morning. This is the day that you have made. Scripture says that you will cause us to rejoice and be glad in it. Father, thank you for the breaking of a new day. It is proof that your covenant is still working this morning. And so we magnify you as the King of Kings. We magnify you as the Lord of Lords in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, because you are faithful. Thank you, Lord, because you are good. You are kind. You are beyond description, O oh God. We can try to describe you, but you are beyond description. You are almighty, Father. You are the ancient of days, Father. You are the one who is from everlasting to everlasting. Scripture says that you are the Lord of heaven's armies. Receive all the glory this morning in the precious name of Jesus. Lord, as we spend this time, Lord, in your presence to read our Bibles again this morning, we ask, Lord, speak to us once again and cause your name to be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining in to devotion this morning. I am Murphy Eyenike. We continue our study this morning. We've been studying our Bible, our Bibles, especially uh, the Gospel. And what we have been doing is what we call an harmonized study of the Gospel, the harmony of the Gospel. We are looking at the accounts of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, what we call the Synoptic Gospel plus John, so we say that Matthew, Mark, Luke are the synoptic gospel together with John. We have been looking at the stories in them. We have been looking at the lessons in them, the events in them, and then uh, checking out an harmony as they are given to us. Our goal is not to prove that they say the same thing. That's not the goal of harmony. The purpose of doing an harmonized study is to help us understand, yes, understand the events of each of uh, the stories we read about or even the lessons that Jesus shared. And yesterday, we were able to understand how Jesus called his disciples. It was clearer, yes, when we read it from Matthew, Mark, and Luke. So today, we continue reading. We stopped yesterday by reading Luke chapter 4, verse 38 to 41. Today, we continue, we'll go back to Matthew. Remember that majority, majority of this event happened in Capernaum. 
they happen in Galilee. So this period we will refer to as the Galilean ministry of Jesus. During this time, Jesus will heal the leopard. You know, Jesus will start his first preaching tour. Okay. Um, until now, he was just going about saying one or two things. Uh, he will soon begin his preaching tour. And then he is going about here and there, you know, preaching the gospels. Okay. Very, 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 very important. So open to Matthew chapter 4. We read from verse 23 to 20, 25. Matthew chapter 4, verse 23 to 25 says that Jesus went throughout Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness among the people. Jesus went throughout Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness among the people. News about him spread all over Syria and people brought to him all who were ill with various diseases. Those suffering severe pain, the demon possessed, those having seizures and the paralyzed and he healed them and he healed them large crowds from galilee the decapolis jerusalem judea and the region across the jordan followed him okay very very powerful so from this moment jesus will begin the preaching part. Until now, we've just been reading. Maybe it's a it's encounters here and there with people. Uh, it's message here and there with people, a few group of people. But now it will begin. Okay, it's it's teaching talk. So it says here that he went throughout Galilee, teaching, teaching in their synagogues, and healing every disease that he encountered. Alright, so that's Matthew's account. Let's look at Mark. So let's take Mark chapter 1. Let's read Mark this morning. The book of Mark about the same events and the same period. Mark chapter 1, we read from verse 35 to 39. Mark chapter 1, verse 35 to 39. It says very early very early in the morning while it was still dark jesus got up left the house and went off to a solitary place where he prayed so you can see that aha mark gives us something we want to pay attention to about the solitary life the personal life of jesus and from there we see the public life the public life of jesus Matthew says he went about his teaching in their synagogues and healing every sickness that he saw, but there was a solitary or a personal bent, you know, to that life. Okay, it's a personal bent to that life, and we see it. We see it right here. It says very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place 
where he prayed. Simon and his companions went to look for him, and when they found him, they exclaimed, Everyone is looking for you. <laughs> Jesus replied, Let us go somewhere else to the nearby villages so I can preach, I can preach there also. That is why I have come. So he traveled throughout Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and driving out demons. <laughs> Same event, okay? They have just been described differently. And then Mark is giving us uh, a few other things that were happening at exactly that time. So at this time, Simon and some of his companions were already with Jesus, right? Yes, they were already with Jesus. And it was Jesus who said, let us go somewhere else. And that is why he began to travel, you know, to the Decapolis, to Jerusalem, to Judea, and on and on like that. So that is what an harmonized study, uh, that is what it does for you. It does makes things a lot, a lot clearer. All right, so let's read, let's read Luke's, Luke's account of this event. Remember, I said Matthew, Mark, Luke are referred to as the synoptic gospel in that they seem to be looking from the same lens. They seem to be looking from the same lens, but very different from John. The way John is arranged, very different. We'll read John at some point. We'll start reading from John chapter 5. And you will see that all of these events that we've been reading in the book of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, you know, uh, John does, you know, uh, close them up into that one chapter. Okay, so let's read. Let's read Luke, Luke chapter four, Luke chapter four, verse forty-two to forty-four. Yes, it says at daybreak. At daybreak, remember that we stopped on verse 41 where he, he rebuked the demons and did not allow them to speak because they knew he was the Messiah, right? <laughs> so from verse 42, it says, At daybreak, Jesus went out to a solitary place. The people were looking for him, and when they came to where he was, they tried to keep him from leaving them. <laughs> but he said, I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns also, because that is why I was sent. And he kept on preaching in the synagogues of Judea. Okay, so background, more information. Okay, not just that Jesus spent the night praying, and then when he returned, you know, our people have been looking for you, and all that and Jesus said look let's let's go let's leave this place let's go everywhere else he says here yeah, that the people they were looking for him they came uh, to where he was and they tried to keep him from leaving them they wanted him to stay with them <laughs> then Jesus then said no I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns also because that is why I was sent I love I just love an harmonized study of the Bible, okay? Of the Gospels, excuse me. All right, so let's go back now to the book of Matthew. So we've looked at 
all of these events, this particular event, as Jesus began or begins his, his preaching tour, if you want to call it that, his preaching tour begins now and he's, he begins to take the message you know, to Jerusalem. Until now, he has just stayed around Galilee in Capernaum, you know, living Nazareth, you know. Uh, he has just stayed here. But now, Jesus begins to take the, the message public. He begins to take the message public. Let's read Matthew chapter 8. We'll read Matthew chapter 8 from verse 1, verse, from verse 1 to 4. We read Matthew chapter 8, verse 14 to, to 17 earlier. But let's read Matthew chapter 8, verse 1 to 4. Here, Jesus heals a man with leprosy. It says, when Jesus came down from the mountainside, large crowds follow him. Large crowd follow him. Remember Mark 1.35, right? <laughs> large crowd followed him. A man with leprosy came and knelt before him and said, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. Immediately he was cleansed of his leprosy. Then Jesus said to him, See that you don't tell anyone, but go, show yourself to the priests, and offer the gifts, the gifts Moses commanded as a testimony to them. Okay? Very, very, very wonderful an interesting story this man encounters jesus okay and i'm telling you up to this point i had no one had ever been healed of leprosy before maybe you want if you want to count if you want to count nehemman nehemman the um the syrian general whom elisha healed of prophecy of of leprosy okay if you want to count him uh, before him uh, or after him, no other person until Jesus heals this man of leprosy. Now, usually, go and read, go and read the Old Testament. This is not how they heal people of leprosy. <laughs> the process is very long, like this. Yeah, very long process, like this. Okay, and all Jesus did was use his words. Jesus simply used his words, spoke the word, and tells this man, be clean, and he was cleansed straight of his leprosy. Hallelujah. All right, let's look at same event, okay? Same event. This man healed of leprosy. Let's look at it in the book of Mark. Mark chapter 1, verse 40. We stopped on verse 39, short earlier. Mark chapter 1, verse 40. We read from verse 40 to 45. He said, a man with leprosy. And let's see how much new information we will gather now. A man with leprosy came to him and begged him on his knees. If you are willing, you can make me clean. So you see how, okay, it's just, it's just, that's just life, okay? When two people are describing the same event, they tend to pay attention to, you know, depending on the kind of, person they are the individuals they are remember that scripture we, de we describe the way our scriptures came to us by they came by inspiration 
Okay? Holy men spoke or they wrote down what God inspired them. Okay, they, they were inspired to write down the scriptures. Okay? And so in their inspiration, God did not neglect, okay, the kind of persons they were, their temperaments, their personality types. And so even in their, even in reading, you can easily tell the personalities of each of the writers of the gospel. I'm telling you, literally. So we see here, obviously you can tell that Luke is very meticulous, right? Right? very meticulous you can tell that mark is a young man a young and you know adventurous uh, an evangelist if you want to call him call it because mark pays attention you know to to the actions to the events that happened around the life of jesus matthew is different okay matthew paid attention to the teachings okay you want to know about the teachings of jesus Ah, your guy is Matthew. Okay, so same event, it tells us that when he came to Jesus, he begged him on his knees. Begged him on his knees. If you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus was indignant. Okay, so um, very, very, very important. I want to note this verse 41 because in with the manuscript, there's a big contradiction with this verse 41. So, earlier manuscripts, oh, okay, so remember I said that the later the manuscript, the more correct they are, right? The, the closer they are to when they, you know, to the first manuscripts. So, when you're looking for a manuscript that is as correct and as clear as possible, you want to look at those, okay, that are within the first 500 years, the first 200 years, the first 100 years, and those are very, very difficult to find. Very difficult to find. Find. So, earlier manuscript, which from where the King James Version, for example, that was translated to Latin, okay, and from which it was from Latin, we then so we translated from Aramaic, you know, to not to to Greek, was translated to 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 Latin, and from Latin to English to the English language. And I said, I shared that look, you can have a lot of trouble when you are translating from language to language, and we we demonstrated it here. Okay, very important. Now. This verse 41, it says that Jesus was indignant. Earlier translations or earlier manuscripts that we have says that Jesus was angry with him. Okay, and so you just have to, okay, try and understand the verse. Was Jesus angry at the man for coming to him to come and ask him to be healed? That does not make sense when we do an harmonize because we have these accounts, we have these accounts, you know, in, in Matthew. Exactly. Same event in Matthew. It can't be that Jesus was, was angry because the man just came to him. Okay? So, even to make it even a little bit more challenging, some manuscripts say 
that Jesus was filled with compassion, which makes sense. Okay, so compassion is emotion, you know, rises, like I said. So, an harmonized study now is giving us a lot more, more, you know, um, a little de- more details about what was happening. Like I said, no other person until now had ever been healed of leprosy. This is the first man. This is the first man after Elisha healed the Haman of prophecy. Jesus had compassion on him. Jesus was indignant. Jesus was angry. If you want to use, okay, the translation that um, that a lot of these guys would would want to hold us to, okay, those who challenge the Christian faith, but not at the man for coming to him, but at the f- fact that this leprosy, at if you want to say literally, ruined this man's life. He reached out his hand and touched the man i am willing he said be clean i am willing be clean and he says immediately the leprosy left him and he was cleansed immediately the leprosy left him and he was cleansed cleansed for the tree jesus sent him away at once with a strong warning see that you don't tell this to anyone but go show yourself to the priest and offer the sacrifice that Moses commanded commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them. Instead, <laughs> this man, he went out and began to talk freely, spreading the news. As a result, Jesus could no longer enter a town openly, but stayed outside in lonely places. Yet the people still came to him from everywhere okay from everywhere jesus sent him away with a strong warning because jesus knew the implications <laughs> of what just happened ah this was big it had never happened before never happened before all right so let's read let's read luke this morning let's read luke same event luke chapter 5 we are doing an harmonized study of the bible Luke chapter 5, we read from verse 12 to 16. Luke chapter 5, verse 12 to 16. It says, while Jesus was while Jesus was in one of the towns, a man came along who was covered with leprosy. So you see now, we have a little more information. Now you understand why Jesus was indignant. Why Jesus had compassion so when we do an harmonized study now you are not able to you know to 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 try and rope us into the translation that says that jesus was angry at the man for coming to him no the harmonized study helps us makes it clear it says that while jesus was in one of the towns a man came along who was covered with leprosy from head to toe he was covered in leprosy and that was why jesus was indignant eh? he was indignant wow that leprosy at least really destroyed this man's life since when he saw jesus he fell with his face to the ground and begged him what 
so I'm sure you know that what they were trying to paint Jesus as was getting angry because the man stopped him. Okay, that's that's not the, obviously that can be if you do if you compare the way the three of them put this event. It says he fell with his face on the ground and begged him, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. If you are willing, you can make me, you can make me clean. Jesus reached out his hand and touched the man. I am willing, he said, be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him. Immediately the leprosy left him. Then Jesus ordered him, don't tell anyone, but go show yourself to the priest and offer the sacrifices that Moses commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them. Yet the man (laughs) a <laughs> very wonderful guy yet the man the news about him spread all the more okay so luke does not tell us but mark tells us that the man was the one spreading the news <laughs> to the point where jesus could not go anywhere anymore eh? he could not enter any village because everybody was just following him. so yet the news about him spread all the more so that crowds of people came to hear him and to be healed of their sicknesses. But Jesus often withdraw, withdrew to lonely places and prayed. Wow, I'm telling you, I love the harmonized study of the gospel. It's, it's interesting. What do you think? Yes, it's interesting it that, in that it just makes the study of the Bible, it makes it a lot, a lot clearer. It makes it a lot clearer. So now we know that jesus was not angry at the man no jesus was just angry at his situation that was it all right all right so okay let's move on let's read jesus sending out oh let's no let's start with let's start with matthew let's start with matthew jesus sending out the the 12 the, the 12 apostles okay so let's start with matthew chapter 9 and this is where we will stop today. We have majorly focused on the healing of this leper today. Okay, so let's look at Matthew chapter 9. We'll come back to the book of Luke. No, we won't take the descending out of the 12 yet. Let's look at Jesus forgives and heals a paralyzed man. See, Jesus stepped into a boat, stepped into a boat, crossed over, and came to his own town. Some men brought to him a paralyzed man lying on a mat. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the man, So, you see this particular story? Oh, Jesus, thank you, thank you, Jesus. You will learn something. You will, know, you will see how beautiful and harmonized study is this morning. Okay, so read Matthew's account and compare it to Mark and Luke. Uh, you see that it's not that they are contradicting themselves. They are just paying attention to uh, different details. Matthew tells us that Jesus stepped into a boat, crossed over, and came to his own town, his own town, and that's Jesus grew up in, in Nazareth, in, around Galilee. Some men brought to him a paralyzed man lying on a mat. When Jesus saw their faith, okay, he didn't tell us that Jesus was inside the house. Okay. He didn't tell us what Jesus was doing. Was maybe he was preaching or anything. It just tells us that some men brought to him um, a paralyzed man lying on a mat. Okay, he could have been walking on the street when they brought this man to him. T- 
take heart, son, your sins are forgiven. At this, some of the teachers of the law said to themselves, This fellow is blaspheming. Knowing their thoughts, Jesus said, Why do you entertain evil thoughts in your heart? Which is easier to say your sins are forgiven or to say get up and walk? But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the paralyzed man, Get up, take your mat, and go home. Then the man got up and went home. When, when the crowd saw this, they were filled with awe, and they praised God who had given such authority to man. Beautiful beautiful rendition ah i wish we had time we had just a little a little time this morning now you've taken note of the events right everything that happened it looked as if jesus just arrived in his town they bring they bring to him this man that is lying on the mat and then jesus tells him your sins are forgiven the pharisees are saying this man is blaspheming only god can forgive sin and jesus look okay Jesus knowing their thoughts, that, that's very important. Jesus knowing their thoughts then says to this man, you know, and then he gets up and everybody is shocked. Okay? So, let's read the same account in, in Mark. Mark chapter 2, verse 1 to 12. It says, a few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. <laughs> yes, they heard that he had come home. That's what his base. They gathered in such in such large numbers that there was no room left. If they gathered in such numbers, it means that they were likely inside their house. Okay, because if it was outside, then they would have been. They would just continue increasing. Okay, but now they gathered to the point there there was no room left, not even outside the door. So they were inside the house. And he preached the word to them. So we know Mark tells us he was doing something. So you see how Mark pays attention to details. Eh? Matthew focuses on teaching. Okay, the teachings. Yeah, Jesus is not teaching here. Mark is detailed, telling us things that you want to still note. Jesus, he says, and he preached, he preached the word to them. Some men came came bringing to him a paralyzed man carried by four of them since they could not get in to jesus because of the crowd they made an opening in the roof above jesus by digging through it and then lowered the mat the man was lying on okay so you see when matthew told us that jesus saw their faith you wouldn't understand <laughs> Jesus didn't just see their faith. He saw their faith by the demonstration of that faith. And what was the demonstration? Aha, Mark tells us. He says that since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof. They climbed on top of the roof. Eh? Made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and then lowered the, the mat the man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, Jesus saw that desperation. Literally, that was what Jesus, that's what Jesus is looking at here. These guys, his friends, they were desperate. This our friend is going to be healed. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, Son, your sins are forgiven. 
Now, some teachers of the law were sitting there. We know that they are Pharisees. <laughs> Thinking to themselves, why does this fellow talk like, di- like that? He is blaspheming. Who can forgive sin? But God alone, immediately, Jesus knew in his spirit. Eh? Jesus knew in his spirit, expressing to us the words that Jesus knew their thoughts. Jesus knew in his spirit that this was what they were thinking in their hearts. And he said to them, why are you thinking these things? Which is easier, easier to say to this paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up, take up your mat and walk. What do you think? Which one, which is, which one is easier? To say, <laughs> your sins are forgiven, right? Uh-huh. But Jesus right here will prove to them that look, I can only say your sins are forgiven because the other one is too cheap for me. Uh, The main cross of the matter is sin. And if I have forgiven sin, then the consequences of sin will have to go also. So yes, when sin, when the consequences of sin left, it meant that this man was truly healed. See, when, why are you thinking these things? Um, these things, verse 8, which is easier to say to this paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up, take up, take your mat and walk. Then, said, but I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the man, I tell you, get up, take up, take your mat and go home. He got up, took his mat and walked out in full view of them all this amazed everyone and they praised god saying we have never seen anything like this hallelujah all right so we are going to stop here this morning because of our time i love and i'm a nice study of the bible so luke's accounts if you want to read before we read it tomorrow it's in luke chapter 5 verse 17 to 26 same accounts and i'm telling you it will bless you all right, let's thank God as we go this morning. Father, we thank you for the lessons again this morning. Thank you for the new things that we have learned. We ask, Father, Lord, bless us as we go today. Cause your word to resonate in our hearts. In the mighty name of Jesus, as we rightly divide the word and as we learn in your presence, Lord, teach us to practice your word. We give you all the praise, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.